All right, so let's get into it. So uh, Josh and I wanted to have some conversation about growth and creating value and, and preventing cancellations. And, um, and really, I think some of this stemmed from our conversation last week with the steering team of um, being able to do what you think you can't do. Mm -hmm. Right. I remember yep. that, that, that was a big part of our conversation. And uh, one of the things that I, we've always conceded is going into fall is you're going to lose business. You're not I mean, going to grow. It was just a common. We literally set a goal around that yeah. for quarter right. four. That's part of our Accepted. PTO goal is, OK, here's here's where we're going to draw the acceptable line of cancellations. Yeah. As long as we don't cross that line, then you get to pick a day off. Right. So how powerful is changing that mindset of let's do what we think we can't do. Let's mm -hmm. grow. Let's not lose business. That's a pretty powerful. So another another part of that is uh, one of the things that I've been doing with some of the branch and service managers is going through kind of a book study by a guy named Jocko Willink. And I know Christian listens to him some and a couple of you guys in the company listen to him. And there are several other people like him out there, David Goggins, uh, a lot of different authors and different people that have very unique life experiences where if they were to look at you know our business or one like it and see a goal like that where yeah. you just kind of draw the line of what's acceptable to lose they yeah. would probably say lose their minds yeah they? you maybe need to change that mindset yeah so that's one of the things that I, um, is going to be really fun to watch this quarter is to see how people can harness that and how many different ways you can harness it because really you can look at it from any different viewpoint you want to from very simple physical capabilities you know if you don't think you can run a mile and then you go out there and do it without stopping and you're like oh man i, I, can't I didn't know if it. i could do that yeah that was pretty cool or it could be as simple as closing your first sale or something business related like that but there are a lot of different ways to look at it all right being able to finish a book this month when maybe you, you thought you didn't have time to. Right. There's a lot of a and lot of different things you can do. It, it's not a easy either, right? I mean, if it was easy, we'd always been doing it. So you got to go ahead and accept it's going to be a challenge, and but I can do it. And uh, if it was easy, there wouldn't be any value. Right. And value is something we need to definitely try to figure out how to talk about here in a little bit because that's a big part of mm -hmm. prevent cancellations. So yeah. So yeah, that's, it's exciting. It's exciting to change our mindset and see what we can accomplish with this. And the conversation, I won't say starts here, but this is where we're kind of getting the message out to the masses. And mm -hmm. But just you and I having this conversation is not gonna be very impactful as much as the next person that's watching this has that conversation with somebody next to them and so on and so on. So that's we need to- the butterfly effect. I love it, we're butterfly about effect that is my thing, right, yeah. Hmm. But, um, everyone watching this needs to realize that they're part of this. Uh, they're spoken this will, you know, it's not just you and I having this conversation. So. so one of the recent videos I put out where I made a comment that everybody in our organization, everybody that's on one of our teams inside of our company is not only capable because we are all very highly capable people. I've met every single person on our team, know most of them on a on somewhat personal level at the very least. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact that they're all very capable, but we're also duty bound. That's part of what's in all of our job descriptions at the very least. Mm -hmm. If you have to take it down to that level, it's in your job description. But I think part of what this is, is trying to grow people's mindset of doing the bare minimum of 
well, it's in my it's in my job description. I have to do it. Yeah. To get you to want to see what you're capable of, as far as growing who you are as a person and yeah. who we are as an organization. Right. Seeing where we can go in the next ten years. If you look back at where we were ten years ago to where we are right now. Yeah. If you had a time machine and you could take it back and show it to people, and they'd be like, Wow. wow. That's yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah, I'm living in that time machine. I exactly. See it, I didn't right? want to say that. Yeah, you're pretty I'm old. I'm getting old. <laughs> so, but, uh, but you keep saying the magic word, grow, hmm? and that's something that we we met about and we discussed. And you're, everyone's going to start hearing this uh, change is that we're going to start substituting the word grow or growth for sales because sales can have a um, depending on the individual and what people think about sales. For me, when I think sales. I think hardcore, uh, used car lot, vacuum door sales guy, you know, <laughs> foot in the door, he won't leave you alone, he's trying to make you buy something, and that's not what we're about at all. No. But growth is what we're about, and you said it a minute ago about personal growth, mm -hmm. um, company growth, route growth, all those provide opportunities for all of us. And so that word grow fits into our culture much better than Absolutely. the word sales. And so um, I challenge everyone that if you're having a conversation about sales leads, it's growth leads. If it's about um, anything to do with sales, try to find how we can communicate the word growth instead of the word sales. And that's gonna take all of us. I, I know we catch each other already since we've talked about this, yep. and, uh, um, it, but it works. And I think it's, it fits what we do better. It, I mean, it is gonna be challenging to kind of find that word substitution sometimes, but I think you're right that it does fit what we're trying to really encompass mm -hmm. here. Instead of just selling a new pest control contract, it's a lot more in depth than that. Yeah. If you really think about what you're accomplishing when you gain a new customer, between the opportunities that that creates for them, for you, for our organization, there's so many different avenues that that could potentially go down that mm -hmm. sell really doesn't cover it. Right. Growth is just an exponent that has just has this exponential feeling almost. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying, where it's just a, a much more exciting and adventure ridden almost. Yeah. Word. So if I say the word sell, I challenge you to bust me out. Call them out. Call me out. So. If I say it, call him out too. Yeah, so. we're all in it together. So uh, let's, you know, I think back to doing what we think we can't do is we've always conceded cancellations mm -hmm. in the fall. And why is that, right? It's because we think there's no insects and uh, the people think that the clients think they don't need the service anymore, right? But how, how do we fix that? I mean, I, I know how I think we ought to fix it. I think most of the fix is relatively simple but simple is not always easy right to me it's communication mm -hmm, right. and really communicating the value of what we're doing in this what a lot of people perceive is our off season or our slow right. season when really it's not what's really having an uptick right now when it's starting to get colder at night we're getting a lot more callbacks for rodent activity yeah. on the interior of a building or you just have to take the time to find a way to communicate that. If you have somebody that you talk to face-to-face, -to -face, tell them face-to-face. 
hey, I actually found some droppings over here in the corner of this room on the interior. Uh, did you guys know that you have some exclusion work that needs to be done? Yeah. Or there's, there's a lot of different ways to communicate that. Or if you have an account where you don't ever get the opportunity to talk to your customer face-to-face -face and the only thing that they ever see are your service notes, then you have to find a way to communicate that through your service notes. Right. Like, there's got to be a way to do it, though. Let's touch on that real quick. Sure. That we have, um, uh, this was brought out, so, you know, people are paying attention to service tickets. We're looking at service reports, and we get a lot of service reports that say, we didn't find any pest at this time. Mm. And so that that doesn't create much value to the client. They think, well, I don't need the service in the winter. So we need to document, um, you know, hey, I swept down spider webs. Mm. Um, I, I found ground beetles by the door. I mean, whatever it is, you've got to document what you're finding to create yeah. that value for them so they understand what they're paying for and why they're doing it. I think that's a big one. Um, it's not, you said it, communication, but communicate what you're finding. and. And you should never is, put didn't find any pest signs at all because there's something there that yeah that doesn't do um, it it really doesn't do you any justice yeah for what we trained you to do and what each one of you guys are obviously smart enough and capable enough to do just saying that you went somewhere spent an hour in an account and well, I didn't find anything yeah that's not accurate no it's not accurate at all i guarantee you you can go into just about anywhere and look for an hour and find something something some signs uh, whether something, it's yeah. something as simple as spider webs mm -hmm. found some old signs of you know dried cockroach wings which mm -hmm. what would that tell you yeah, that right. number one you had cockroaches somewhere and that something probably ate the carcass yeah. after it had died yeah. so there's a lot of different things that you can communicate it's just taking the time and really kind of getting over some of the communication fear, public speaking is kind of what it's tied into, I think, but taking the time to do it and overcoming the fear of communicating to people yeah. is yeah. to me what probably the biggest thing is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where that stems from. If it's maybe techs are worried that they document, they find something, people think they're not doing a good job, but I think people see it a di differently, you know? Um, Absolutely. I think they, I think it's a bigger negative when you say you didn't find anything. You know, well, what am I paying for then? And, and that maybe, you know, what it could be tied to is potentially when you look back at that kind of sales, the word sales and some of the almost negative connotations that go along with that. So what's something that came to mind when you said that was, well, if I've taken my car in to get serviced, if I'm getting my oil change, tire rotation, something like that. And I know that there's a service advisor, salesperson mm -hmm. on the other side of that screen going, okay, well, you also need... Uh, you know, six other things, and we'll quote right. you twelve hundred bucks to do it. You're going, I don't really need that stuff. Right. And it, maybe it's kind of that mindset. Of, well, if I if I tell yeah. them that this, maybe they'll think I'm being too pushy, or they think yeah, they right. think I'm not doing a good job because I found something. And they, and I never, if I was doing my job, I never should have found that because it shouldn't have been there. Yeah. Could be something along those lines. Could be. Could be. I think we need to overlay our pillars of caring and and knowledgeable and think that's where I'm coming from with this message mm -hmm. and put yourself in that spot that you're not that guy pushing something they don't need. You're trying to show you care and yeah. using your knowledge. Um, but I mean, so. on the other end of that spectrum, if you're taking your car in to get serviced and you they, tell you, everything's, they tell you everything's hunky-dory and break then down. two miles down the road, you find out one of your tires is low right. or you find great out your tie point. rod ends are bent or something like that. And they're going, hey man, you say you didn't find anything. That's I just found point. this right here. Right. Why am I paying you to do this? I'll pay somebody else to do it. Right. Good point. So, for sure. There's a couple different ways to look at it. 
You know, back to uh, the creating of the value. So normally this time of year we do training and mm -hmm. we, that's the core of the training. And people have been around for a while and probably sat through several of it, but you do have to change your mindset. So communication is always number one, but it's um, the other things are about building relationships. And I believe some of the technicians have developed a habit of um, either texting or calling the customer when they get done. Oh man. And how, how, yeah, how bad that builds a huge relationship, right? If that guy called me after he left my house and said, hey, I, you know, X, Y, Z, got this done for you. Please let me know if there's anything else. Mm -hmm. That'd be such a powerful message. And uh, Yeah, there's, I remember the, the, actually the first time I got to do that, I had an opportunity to cover a couple of residential accounts for somebody uh, and called the gentleman that owned the home just kind of left a message the first time when I was on my way. I said, hey, I just wanted to call and leave you a message. I'm Josh with Macaulay Services. I'm on my way to do your gold service at your house. Just wanted to see if you're having any issues I need to be aware of. Thanks. Yeah. Please call me back at this number. I got down with the service, called him to check out real quick. He answered the phone this time. And I said, man, I actually found a little hole right here by your roof line where it looks like squirrels are kind of coming down this branch and probably chewing through and they may be getting in your attic. He said, oh, where at, man? I had no idea. I didn't even know that. Where's that at? Is that something I can fix or is that, can you guys fix it? So I not only created value, but it showed him that I cared enough to call and tell him something. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely and did. On the other end, it created another opportunity for us yeah. to quote him on a handyman service. Yeah. So now that's actually a great segue into um, a message. I think we need to do better at all of us is that understanding cross serving. We do so many different services and Majority of our clients, we do just one thing for, you know, general pest or maybe just termite. Yep. And they don't realize we do all these other things that we could explore for them. And, uh, you know, the more that we uh, provide for a client, much less likely they're going to cancel. They depend on us for so many things. Mm -hmm. They're like, you know, hey, I, let's, let's keep rolling. They're very useful. Yeah, they're very, very good value in yes. having them do my service. And so this would be a great time to explore those options of uh, electrical and handyman, but also mm. um, exclusion. We're going into winter for pets. It's not just other services. It's still pest related. Absolutely. You know, so I know there's actually a couple of branches right now that are doing an exclusion contest mm -hmm. to see who can sell the most exclusion work. And they set kind of a minimum dollar amount and then anything over that, you get a reward at the end of it. But one of the things that I've told our managers recently is, I want you to see how many times you can send me to Lowe's to buy you guys hardware cloth or caulking or expandable foam or anything along those lines. I want to see how many trips you can make me go to Lowe's. Yeah. For material they actually need, not just send you to Lowe's to get it, right? And you go oh, over there and their storeroom's <laughs> full of hardware cloth and caulk. <laughs> well, I guess at the very least it'll be stocked up for a couple yeah. seasons. But yeah, I think yeah. you get the gist. Yeah, yeah I got the gist. Sell the service and then I'll go get it. Yeah. So uh, the challenge with preventing cancellations is creating value, and we need mm -hmm. to always explore. And um, you know, we need content for we want more engagement through this yeah. digital format. So if someone thinks of a way they created value, or please share those ideas with everyone so that we can all do that. Um, yeah. Like what you were saying, call the customer when you find something and talk about it. That's huge. So. And that's a pretty easy one. And this to me that would create a lot of value. Yeah. A, a lot, lot of value. A lot. I think the other thing is um, continue to ask for service. You know, don't think that just because it's winter time that they don't need service because there are overwintering pests. 
And so we should be selling our Platinums and Platinum uh, Pluses even now talking to customers. Absolutely. Um, so don't pull back from that. I mean, have those conversations. Um, Especially, you know, if you look at our termite pest bundle, right now with the housing market as hot as it is yeah. and really has been for the last year, you have a lot of people that are coming up on that kind of one year mark where their termite coverage is expiring. That literally happened to me last month. Mm. And I got a new termite provider. Nice. Yeah. You may know them. Yeah. Nathan Lo Pettiger. They're local. Yeah. <laughs> local. They're for local. good company. They're okay. We're working to make them better. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but there's a lot of different opportunities like that that are an easy kind of end to open that conversation about termite and pest bundle, mm -hmm. right? Because that's really the best of the best that we offer. And trying to give them kind of what Christian was talking about, as much coverage and usefulness and value as we can. Um, that's the, be the the bundle to me is the best way to do that. Sure, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. right. Well, uh, I think we've had good conversation to kind of start laying the groundwork. We want to do this topic much more frequently. Um, we may, what, explore some sales scenarios. Absolutely. And you'll, you'll put on a wig and a dress and act like, would you do that? If it no. works. Okay, <laughs> if it'll sell, if it'll help us grow. That's true, if it'll help us grow. I, I got S-A-L out. That's okay. So, my kids so anyway, uh, we want to try to provide everyone with all the tools they need, mm -hmm. all the information they need to do what they think they can't do this last quarter. Absolutely. So, and if you, any of you guys need any help on ideas for things that you can do to pursue growth in your own personal lives or your professional um, independent lives, so to speak, um, I would be happy to help you. I know Christian Wood, Marlo, any of the steering team. This is something that we really came together and really kind of declared to each other that this is something that we're going to take very seriously. So in all seriousness, if this is something that you guys are wanting to pursue individually, please let us know and we'll be happy to help you. Very good. All right. Great. Thanks.